0: welcome to manfully alive you are here
1: to have some fun come and listen to the podcast now oh when my beat has dropped out <laughs> i can't beat back if you're gonna make me laugh <laughs> welcome to Fully alive podcast my name is mike with a mic and next to me is deacon nick if this is your very first time tuning into Manfully Alive podcast, the purpose of this podcast is to bring men fully to life. Yeah. And then the the word the phrase Manfully Alive comes from a quote attributed to St. Irenaeus, and St. Irenaeus says, "The glory of God is manfully alive." Well, you and I both know we want to experience the glory of God, but how do we become fully alive? Well, the only source of life that we have in this world the true source of life is Jesus and so uniting us to Jesus is important but how do you become united to your friends usually you spend time with them you interact with them you talk with them you learn about them well we have God's Word in the form of the Gospel and so this podcast is designed to unite you to Jesus through understanding the Gospels and understanding the masculine implications that that come through as a part of that thus manfully alive and frankly it's time for for us as men to become that men that are fully alive for yes. our families for the world because we need these men sick of not being
0: fully alive absolutely yeah yeah that's your line absolutely absolutely that's <laughs> mine that's what i absolutely <laughs> hey well what do you say let's uh, open it up with a prayer Uh, I found a prayer here that I want to share, so it'll be a a little rote, but it's beautiful. So, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who according to the will of the Father, with the cooperation of the Holy Spirit, have by your death given life to the world, deliver us by your most sacred body, and from all the iniquities and from every evil, and make us... Ever hold fast to your commandments, and suffer us not to be separated from you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen.
1: And, that's, and that's what the world is. You know, the further we are separated from God, really, the further we are in suffering, the further we are in despair. Because if, if we notice that Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and the greatest source of joy that exists in the world, we need to unite ourselves with that joy so we aren't separated and
0: suffering and in despair. Absolutely. And, and when he went, he promised to send the advocate who is the spirit of joy, mm-hmm. uh, which leads perfectly into our challenge from last week. How, how did you do?
1: Well, the, so the, the challenge was to pray to the Holy Spirit, yeah. specifically pray to the Holy Spirit. And I had the best freaking week. Really? Nice. It was phenomenal. So um, we we had you know some holidays uh, with within our family. I got to spend time with my mom. I got to spend time with my wife. Uh, my wife had her birthday. Uh, I had a speech that I had to give because I, I participate in a, a group called Toastmasters. I had, in uh, in all of my prayer was it wasn't like a difficult one. It was just that. You know veni Sancte spiritus come holy spirit and and just asking him to lead me well i don't know what that was but it was so powerful i I was i really was an incredibly attractive version of myself Uh, i spoke against someone who was my mentor uh, who was another speaker that morning and he is a better speaker than me in all ways but i was voted best speaker Based on the content and, and the way I delivered that day, which would have never happened, I think, had I not been united to the Holy Spirit, I had three yeses where clients said yes over the past week of people that said yes, I want to become a client, or uh, you know, at, at my at my uh, job as a financial advisor. Um, not only that, my my wife's birthday went off without a hitch. I got half a day off for that, that day of, and just doted on her, you know, it's just phenomenal. So, wow, you know, I'm living in the fruits of being connected to the Holy Spirit. And I'm I'm not saying it's a perfect (laughs) connection. It's still flawed as I am, but I had a phenomenal
0: week. What a gift. What a huge gift. I don't know. What about you? And he, and he made you, what would you say, the most attractive version of yourself? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm saying I'm something. My, my hair was thicker.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. My
0: smile was bigger. <laughs> Brighter.
1: That's great. Uh, and, and and the kisses were just a little bit sweeter, <laughs> know, with, the, with the with the spouse. So what about you?
0: Yeah, I also <clears throat> had a really great week uh, just living uh, with the presence of the Holy Spirit. I've, I've often liked calling to mind the presence of God in my life. And... Uh, I found, too, that, you know, you mentioned relationships. My my relationship with God, my prayer life this week, was affected uh, in, a, in a positive way. And my uh, relationship with my wife, um, I was a happier, uh, less anxious version of myself this week as well. And so uh, that's been really great. Um, just calling to mind the presence of the Holy Spirit and recognizing Him as Simply being in there, guiding Mm. us, strengthening us. Uh, Yeah. It's a good week. It was a good
1: week. Man, awesome challenge. I'm I'm like, can we just extend this for a couple weeks? Yeah, we'll just keep doing (laughs) it. It was really good. (laughs) Um, And that's the beauty of these challenges. They don't have to just sit on the week. But let's dive right into our our gospel. Do you mind if I read? Go Mm -hmm. right ahead. A reading from the gospel of St. Mark. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, When they sacrificed the Passover lamb, Jesus' disciples said to him, Where do you want us to go, and prepare for you to eat the Passover? He sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the city, and a man will meet you, carrying a jar of water. Follow him. Wherever he enters, say to the master of the house, The teacher says, Where is my guest room, where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you a large upper room, furnished and ready. Make the preparations for us there. The disciples then went off, entered the city, and found it just as he had told them. And then they prepared the Passover. While they were eating, he took the bread, said the blessing, broke it, gave it to them, and said, Take it, this is my body. Then he took a cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them. And they all drank from it. He said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which will be shed for many. Amen, I say to you, I shall not drink again the fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. Then after singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. The Gospel
0: of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. That's a a great gospel. Um, And there's several, I mean, gosh, you know, just like any of them, you could talk about them forever, but there's a few points in particular that I wanted to bring up tonight. One being sort of the history, I just find... Uh, the, the the connection between the Old Testament and the New Testament, the the Jewish Passover and the Christian uh, Eucharist, just fascinating. Uh, it really started with uh, a, a Israelite or a Jewish uh, sacrifice called the Todah, T O D A H, and the Todah was a sacrifice that people would give as a thanksgiving. You know, if they were somehow rescued from peril, if they were saved from disease, or they were not cut down from by a sword when, when they should have been. they would have a toda, which is a great celebration with their family and a big meal. Now, I have a quick question
1: on that. because yeah. typically there was uh, two different other types of sacrifice that were out there. Well at least there were several um,
0: sacrifices.
1: Um, but there there was the Holocaust offering,
0: right right?
1: There was right. the burnt offerings
0: right you're burning um, the animals yeah. offering up their their yeah, ashes yeah,
1: to but but these were always usually in fo- a form of an a
0: appeasing of the lord right, right? forgive this us was, of our sins here's our best goat or our best yeah, cow yeah. you you get the the first and the best of our but
1: this is kind of different this is in recognition of a gift
0: precisely yes. right
1: this th- th- that's that's kind of a, a categorical you know, this isn't more out of fear. This is out of gratitude,
0: right? Right, and and the word todah means Thanksgiving. That's precisely what you're doing. You were thanking God, okay, for saving your life. That's, um, that's uh, yeah. I'm I, this you're you're teaching me on this one. So well, good, take, take good. it in. Well, sure, sure. Um, it, it's a really important sacrifice. And in fact, there's an old uh, rabbinic or rabbi saying or teaching that says that it was the todah. It was the sacrifice of Thanksgiving. That was going to be the one sacrifice that that lasts for all, for all time. Okay. Um, and the like other a, sacrifices like would pass away. Like a, fi- a final? Not so a much completion. that it would happen once, but it, yeah. but that it would be the, the only one that would continue. Okay. And what it's getting at is the connection between the Passover meal as a todah, as a Thanksgiving meal for okay. the angel of the Lord passing over the Israelite people and not killing the firstborn like it did the uh, the Egyptians. Okay. So every year the Jews would have this feast, the Passover meal, which was a Thanksgiving to God for deliverance from Egypt. But Jesus is offering this Passover meal as a Thanksgiving, not only for what happened in the past, but for what happened in the future. Jesus is thanking the father for his own death and resurrection, which is going to bring about the salvation of the world. And so it it, hasn't occurred yet. It hasn't occurred at this point in time they don't
1: understand what he's talking about no they don't this and is a teaching moment for his apostles and they're they're thinking of the sacrifice of the lamb because they're celebrating passover and christ at this moment is he's like the lamb he, he is the lamb that's going right? to be sacrificed when he says you know uh, the the lamb that takes away the sins of the world happier those who are called to the supper of the lamb right
0: right right mm-hmm. and the, so the,
1: the sacrifice of him you know right that's, that's and crazy. he knows this he knows yeah. he's headed towards the cross but he's teaching. Well, well he's yeah i mean he's a, he, you know he knows everything well right that's <laughs> not, exactly. not easy <laughs> exactly
0: um so he this is a teaching moment for his apostles and so he celebrates the todah which is the passover as a thanksgiving to god but if you if you uh translate the word from Uh, Hebrew, which is Torah, to Greek, the Greek word is Eucharistia, Eucharist. So Eucharist also means thanksgiving. And in fact, in the early church, the early Christians always called the Mass the Eucharist because it was their thanksgiving to God for their salvation, for the sacrifices that Christ made upon the cross uh, and also in his resurrection. And so, in a real sense, what's so important for us, and this is sort of the profound point for me, I mean, that was a history lesson in terms of the meanings of the words. But the real point is this. In the Eucharist, we as Christians are supposed to give thanks to God for our deliverance from sin, right? And so Jesus instructs us to do this in memory of him. Every week we're supposed to go and celebrate the Mass. Okay. And this remembrance is what the Todah is all about. It is recalling in gratitude God's saving deeds. It is gratitude. It is Thanksgiving itself. It's, it's our own inner feelings of feeling thankful that that, um, that leads us to worship. That's the reason why we, we go and we worship God out of a thankful heart. From our thankfulness flows our worship. And so we should we should make sure or we should make sure that we go to mass with grateful hearts. Yeah. I, it's really important to prepare for mass. By recalling the gifts that God has given us in our lives, and it, it, it's kind of strange because I think I think of times where
1: I was in a dark place, mm-hmm. focusing on all the negative things that are going on in the world, and you know, with the with the dawn of the internet and the dawn of the, these different forms of news, it's almost it's almost like you're sitting in a position of constantly fed bad news, mm-hmm. not not asked if you'd like it just it's constant it's an overshadowing presence that exists because of smartphones and smart and this always connected world that we're moving into and i think it's fair to say that when you're going to mass this is supposed to be a point at which you disconnect from the problems of the world and reconnect ourselves to the lord so as you're developing this connection with god right he's saying in the literal sense this is my body this is my blood i mean you couldn't connect with your your spouse more directly right than intimately yeah. intimately than than with the body and the blood and that connection between him and the you know as the passover lamb being shared and eaten with us you know you're taking the lord And consuming him,
0: literally. Yes, literally. His body and his blood. You know, and I, I, I've been working for the church and in the church and working with da 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 da, for for years now. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's nothing sadder to me than people who come to receive the Eucharist, who got the same training anybody else did in second grade, probably. Yeah. But they're adults now, and they live the faith. For whatever reason, you know, it might be because it's what you do in their family. Yeah. It might be because they do have a relationship with the Lord. But for whatever reason, I've encountered lots and lots of people who love the Lord, want to hear His Word, want to pattern their lives after Him, but they still don't believe that the Eucharist is real. Yeah. And nothing... Yeah, I I don't think it's too much for me to say that nothing is sadder, because the Eucharist is such... A high point it, it's it's the pinnacle of our faith it yeah. is it is the source and summit of our spiritual life and a relationship with Christ Jesus himself that to not realize what it is you're receiving or to think that it's simply a symbol is I think the definition of sadness well it, this is one of those things where the the
1: the Protestant world the the whole faith Christian world outside of the Catholic Church believes this in many ways to be a symbol.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: And that has trickled out as well as something that hasn't, you know, like I I wish that the Christian, the greater Christian world would trickle into the Catholic sphere, the, the, the value of a, re, a personal relationship with Jesus. But instead, this is the teaching that kind of bled over. And right. frankly, yeah. that's a flaw. That's a, that's a fallacy. This is the physical presence of Christ in our midst. This, is, this is so big. This yeah. is
0: more than a fallacy. It's a, it's a heresy. And, and it really uh, jeopardizes uh, the faith life of those who call themselves Catholics and present themselves to receive what is Jesus's body and blood? But they might think it's a symbol. It, it really um, debilitates them from living the fullness of the faith and glorifying and, God and particip- participating
1: fully in the sacrament of right. the Mass. That's right. Which unites us to Christ at the Last Supper. This is this is an, a sacrifice that exists outside of time and unites us completely fully because we're receiving Jesus' body and soul into our mouth.
0: Yeah, more than being a symbol, so it's not just like a a replaying of the Last Supper. this is a participation in the actual Last Supper. That's right, because the Mass itself is a participation of the the life and sacrifice of Christ outside of space and time. Why is the liturgy heavenly? Because it's beyond just that Sunday morning that we're going and attending. Yeah. it is us participating in the events of Christ's life including it, the last supper and this is this is the communion of saints
1: right this is the this is a big part of the creed this is bigger there's bigger things here that that we can dive into but i think the the biggest takeaway is this is the literal
0: body and blood of christ yeah and and jesus says it directly and i don't know how many people may or may not be familiar with the with this scripture quote but i want to read it because Jesus plainly speaks here in the Gospel of John in the the 6th chapter, which I know isn't the Gospel from today, but it's worth sharing because it's directly about the Eucharist. Jesus says to his apostles, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. John chapter six, 53 through 56. He could not have said it any plainer. We must eat his body and drink his blood. Yeah. Um, which is the fruit of life. Yes. Right. Man
1: fully alive. You need to be united with Christ. This is the food for the journey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I just can't say it any more emphatically, uh, catholics need to be fed by the bread of life and jesus's body and blood is precisely that
1: my flesh is true food and my blood is true
0: drink yeah say no more i'll never forget when i first heard those words and i went oh my goodness like that's actually in there (laughs) it actually says that that's amazing yeah um and of course when we realize that when we believe that when we know it to be true our response, our faith, our love for God flowers. It just ignites within us. And if we believe that God loves us so much that he's given us all the many gifts within our life that we've already come to Mass thankful for in order to have proper worship as we already discussed. Yeah. But on top of that, recognize the fact that he wants to give us his very self in his body and in blood so that he can remain so deeply and intimately connected with us. How can we not have a response of, of glorious Thanksgiving, yeah. of, of, of great, not only gratitude, but, but to feel honored by God, to feel loved and respected by our Lord, to feel as though He is ever present in our lives. Yeah. Um, for me, that calls to mind what my desire should be, uh, or my response should be, rather my response should be that because god has given me everything because jesus gives me absolutely everything i want to give jesus everything in return now i may not always be perfect at that of course i'm not you know i'm i'm, I'm fallen i'm sinful i'm weak i'm all these things but i desire to give god the best of myself
1: which which really is our i think the third point we need to take away from this gospel which is they, it even says here in this gospel, they sang a hymn. Yes. Right. It doesn't say, and then they sat quietly and thought about what happened. They <laughs> sang a hymn, which usually, if you're singing a hymn, it means some response of of joy, of of overwhelming desire to to, to share the happiness that that, that has overcome, yeah. and that is, you know, at some point the joy. Uh, builds up within your body it loads up in yourself and then it just has to spill out of your mouth yeah and man when i'm happy honestly when i'm on my happiest days you know what i do i drive around in the car (laughs) i turn the music up as loud as my stereo will go which which is frustrating because it's never loud enough (laughs) to exemplify how good
0: i feel i'm so glad you said that because i was thinking the same thing i mean how many times do we just rock out in our cars yeah and we have real joy over just whatever it is we're celebrating man in the mass we have that i know i know the music's different i know it's not the same kind of beats we might be used to but but to express joy and gratitude through song is so appropriate Mm -hmm.
1: and you know i i just have to paint a word picture for you for a second so uh my first car was a 1986 nissan pulsar and that does not mean that i was 16 in 1986 that means oh, right. that i was 16 car. in the uh, 90s and uh, yeah and and it, it had the t-tops oh. right so i'd take the t-tops out i'd roll those windows down i would blast the spirit stereo as loud as it would possibly go and i blew the back speakers on multiple occasions um, which back speakers are pretty cheap, which was good. <laughs> <laughs> Praise be to God. But that's, that's kind of... Christ is wanting you to have that Friday afternoon, you just left work, going home, and there's a party waiting for you type of joy yeah. at the Mass. Because you are now... You know the the through the through the sacrifice of the mass, those venial sins, not the mortal sins, but the venial sins are forgiven. You're reunited with the Lord. You've listened to His word. You got to talk to Him and listen to Him, right? You uh, you you ate of His body and blood. And you, you, these these closing hymns, right, are always these you know uh, river of glory and 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 the dance. Yeah, and hallelujah, right? and hallelujah, yeah. and he's just hallelujah songs, right? These these big praising moments and Christ wants you with your t-tops out and you know, hair blowing in the wind and just overjoyed at a united and just time and being with him. Yeah. And I I can vouch. I prayed for the Holy Spirit to be with me this past week and I experienced joy throughout yeah. throughout that week. Honestly, it was one of the easiest weeks I've had in a long time. And I have three kids and a wife, a job. I I, I actually run a side business. Um, I have this podcast on top of that, so I'm I'm a man who said a lot of yeses, and sometimes I can feel overwhelmed. But I was capable of meeting all the things that I needed to meet that last week.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And the, and, and the Lord does guide us, not only through the Eucharist, Eucharist, but of course, as we spoke about last week, through the guidance and strength of His Holy Spirit. And, you know, I think it might be important to note that it doesn't matter what the homily was like, and it doesn't matter how good the music is at the Mass. Your inner disposition of joy and thanksgiving is what makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. And and if you need to get in your car then and rock out to a different song, man, do it. Yeah. And, and give, give glory to God. Yeah, if you're... You know, singing a popular
1: and uh, yeah, I can't say any of the pop song names without probably getting sued by the artists. So. We'll <laughs> <So. laughs> if you're singing a popular song, yeah, it's like you can't say that really popular
0: yeah, football game.
1: Let me tell you year. about the team and sports team. Um <laughs> that's all I got. Very good. So hey, challenge for this week. Let's challenge it
0: up. Well, I think you had talked about some stuff with Saint Augustine. Yeah, um you know I found a quote from St. Augustine. It says, "I am the fruit of f- the food of grown men." So this is hold on, that okay. wasn't St. Augustine. That was Jesus talking to talking to St. Augustine in his prayer. That's right. And and so the G- Jesus is speaking to St. Augustine and says, "I am the food of grown men. Grow and you shall feed upon me." Nor shall you change me like the food of your flesh into yourself, which means, you know, even though we eat and our food becomes our very bodies. Rather, you shall be changed into me. So it's the Eucharist that changes us. Um, And I think it's important for us that when we go to Mass this week to allow the grace of the Eucharist um, to change us, to allow whatever habits, whatever attachments to sin, whatever, in some concrete way to, to open ourselves up to the grace of the Eucharist, to say yes to the Lord in the Eucharist, and allow Him to change us into Himself. Yeah. Christ is always pursuing us. Always. I mean, he's He's
1: the ever-present gentleman, and this is a phrase that you have taught me to say, and I think it's so factual. Christ is the ultimate gentleman. Yes. Waiting at the door, knocking ever-presently and waiting, never going to jiggle the handle to see if it's open so he can let himself in. Right. We have free will. Christ will never, ever, ever, ever violate that. He wants our yes to be 150% voluntary. Yes. But once it is... Once you say, yes, Lord, I'm turning this over to you, just fasten your seatbelts because your life is going to go to places you never saw possible. And,
0: and all good places. All, all.
1: Yeah. All life-giving. All love. You know, but at the same time, not easy. You know, opening yourself to God's will m- may mean risk, but your ultimate destination
0: is, is union with the Lord. Right. Yeah, it's going to be eternal eternal bliss with God in heaven. Um and this world is is passing and the way that we sustain ourselves is in the relationship with the Holy Spirit and and the strengthening of the Eucharist. So let that Eucharistic grace affect you this week. Yeah. Change your life. Let go and let God. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> Do you mind if we pray it out? Yeah, yeah, let's pray it out. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. amen. Lord, I ask your clarity of your presence within us, and that we see more fully that this is your body, your physical body, and your physical blood at the sacrifice of the Mass this weekend. I ask that you take away our doubt, take away our fear, because we have nothing to lose in putting everything in you and and everything that we care about. To gain everything that is truly valuable, we can we can gain by uniting ourselves more fully to you. So I just ask for clarity of vision for you pursuing you over the next week. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the, name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: amen.
1: Thank you guys for tuning in. This is Manfully Live podcast, and I am Mike with a mic. and this is Deacon Nick. Signing off.